So hello and welcome to the 23rd episode of the Spotlight Podcast, the unofficial podcast for Century 21 sales representatives in Canada, where we discuss the hot topics and important news in the real estate industry. So I'm your host, Linus Killius, and with me as always is Aaron Richardson. Hi, Linus. Hey, Aaron. So Aaron is a broker and general manager with Century 21 Heritage Group. Aaron has an extensive background in online marketing, technology, and customer service. And I'm the head of business development at the real estate marketing company, Homania. So today we're going to talk about something that all agents want, leads, 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 the lifeblood of agents. Specifically, we're going to delve into some strategies on how to effectively get more leads and perhaps more importantly, the best way to handle leads that you have coming in. And who better to talk to about this today than the man who probably has more agents asking for leads than any other in all of Century 21 Canada's family, Paul Barron. So Paul is the broker and uh, broker of record and owner of Century 21 Leading Edge Realty, the number one Century 21 firm in Canada for both production and units for the last five years. He heads nine branch offices and six satellite offices with over 680 sales representatives and brokers located throughout Toronto and the surrounding areas. So Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. So I hit close to home there. How often do you have agents come to you asking for leads? I imagine quite a bit. I think every day. <laughs> every day. I'm sure Aaron's probably in pretty much the same boat being in management at Heritage Group as well, right, Aaron? Yeah, it's the big component of the uh, the job, for sure. Okay, well, why don't we start off, since you're both in management uh, for Central Home on Firms, what, what is the typical way that you have set up at your offices to, to try and feed leads to agents? Do you guys have any sort of way that you get these leads to the agents and, and try and cultivate leads? Uh, so, Paul, how how we start with you? Is there anything that you do in particular? Sure. So... I think that uh, you know. Also, when you look at at the the idea of leads, it's probably the number one reason that agents start shopping around for different brokerages. That they believe that leads is the is the key to their business, and, and I think it is. It's just you got to dig a little bit deeper than just the leads. So we have uh, obviously the Century Twenty One website is one of our prime areas of lead generation. Uh, but we also, as a company, we buy leads and generate leads ourselves as a company through Google AdWords, Facebook ads, and uh, and, and also purchasing ads uh, from various uh, different companies. Yeah. And Aaron, how about you guys? Do you guys do some similar tactics as well to try and increase the number of leads you can farm out to agents? Yeah, it's the same idea. Um, we've, we've tried all the, uh, all the different paid and personally, even when I sold, I was doing a lot of the paid stuff. Um, so we can talk a little bit about that and the successes of that. But uh, yeah, Facebook ad, uh, ads, uh, Google ads, as well as uh, um, having an in-house uh, lead generation uh, coordinator now with us. And we've done that in the past as well to try and coordinate and and, uh, and convert some of the leads over to the agents. All right. Well, I don't want to, you guys are giving too many of your internal secrets away or anything. So let's move away from that topic and just kind of move along. Paul mentioned that you guys use online office. Uh, to try and generate leads and then use that as a source of lead generation for your agents. Now, do you think a lot, like, are a lot of agents using online office to the, its full potential? I mean, this is a Century 21 podcast, so most of our listeners are going to be with the Century 21 family. Um, like, are they using it to their full potential? Is it something, some place that agents could probably invest a little bit more time into, especially since it's a free service, right? What do you think, Paul? Yeah. Sure. So, you know, I, I think when you look at, um, 
the adoption of the Center 21 website, we probably have around half of the people that work at Leading Edge that have adopted and utilized the site to, to a certain degree. Um, you know, when you look at lead generation, obviously the Century 21 site is provided to these agents at no charge. And with the advent of IDX, there is a huge amount of really qualified leads. So leads that are coming in, I want to see this house, which is one of the best type of leads that you can get. And those are available uh, with online office. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of agents uh, never looked at their Century 21 email, don't, uh, don't actually capture these leads. So it's something that all agents should start to uh, have a look at. I don't know how it is in your office, Aaron, but we still have a lot of people that just don't participate. Yeah. Paul, that's a great point, actually, and uh, I'd urge anybody watching this is to make sure that your Century 21 email is working. Uh, we went on quite a campaign over the last month to test the Century 21 emails to make sure that the agents were receiving them and the agents that weren't receiving them, individual calls and emails and other ways to try and get them um, to at least at least forward them. If not, if they're not using them, that's okay, but at least forward them to the right email address so that they're getting their leads. Yeah, it's not a hard thing to set up. It's always boggled my mind. It's not just uh, Heritage and Leading Edge. Like a lot, I think you guys probably your offices have higher adoption than most other brokerages do for for online office. I've gone through and talked to many brokers that they they struggle getting agents to buy into online office as a platform, which is again like a strange thing because it's free. And I mean, it's it's provided to you by Century Twenty One. Presumably, that's one of the reasons that you'd you'd want to sign up with Century Twenty One in the first place. So um, yeah, and also too, but the other thing I always thought was very strange is well, you'll see agents that are, aren't using their Century 21 email, even from a professional standpoint. Like, yeah, you should be forwarding it to something regardless of what email you're using. But if I was an agent working for Century 21, I'd probably want to use, you know, linus.kilius at century21.ca or whatever my email address would be because it just looked more professional as well. Um, so is there is there a specific reason that people aren't using all that? Is it just they just don't have the time, they don't understand it? Like, is there something that you guys might have as advice to these agents that aren't using it and why they should? Sure. So I'll, I'll chime in on that one. So, so I think that for uh, for a lot of people, there is we live in a world where there's uh, 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 millions of things coming at them, and and they're always looking for you know new and magic uh, pills, and really they need to be looking at the basics. And the basics of of email communication are that you need to actually answer it. it it's as silly as having a, a phone uh, or putting an ad in with a phone number that you don't answer. That's what agents are doing. I talked to one just the other day and had sent a lead to them and asked them you know, why they didn't respond. And uh, oh, they said, well, I've never checked my Century 21 email. So this agent's been with us for about three months. So I signed on to it and she had 685 incoming emails. And when you start looking at those, quite a number of them are are actually leads. So everybody should be, you know, taking the time to log in, forward it as Linus says, even if you don't want to use it, uh, at least forward it so that you're not missing those. And the other thing that agents don't realize is that the Century 21 uh, website and and their website that they have is attached and the only way they can get leads is through their Century 21 email address. So it's imperative that they all do that. 
And it only takes a couple minutes too. Like I've done it for agents in the past. Like I, I mean, it's not it's beyond the scope of what our company does at Homania, but we've we've done it for agents in the past. Set them set up a forwarding for them. It takes no time at all. It's just a matter of like plugging your like logging into online office one time and and plugging in your forwarding email address. And like Paul says, like if you're not doing this, you might be losing out on on deals left, right, and center too. These leads could be potentially thousands of dollars you're losing out on. So, if, and, and if. If any of the agents uh, currently have or are listening to this and currently have a Hotmail or a, even a Gmail or Yahoo, you know, it's not as professional as having a branded email, too. So I'm suggesting, you know, you don't you don't see a lot of professionals out there in terms of their businesses, you know. I hate to use Donald Trump as an example. Well, would you be Donald Trump at Hotmail.com, <laughs> right? It wouldn't be Justin Trudeau at Hotmail.com. Um, so a lot of the big agents out there, they're going to have their branded emails. So it's important. And that gives you one right off the bat with a Century 21 branded email. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what should agents be doing other than online office to improve their leads generation then too? Do you guys have any suggestions for them? I mean, there's tons, like like Paul was saying too, There's yeah. you get bombarded by different strategies and information and, and like techniques you can can apply to improve your business. Uh, are there any kind of key ones? Like if, let's say you, you set your new agent, you set up online office, you, you get it kind of, you get it kind of humming, you got your email and everything set up. What's, what's the next step? Where should you go from there? How about we start with that? I guess, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that um, when we look at uh, lead conversion, this, this is a whole other topic. Um, agents, a lot of times, are looking at the quantity and number of leads that they can generate, and they don't have a system to actually uh, take those leads and, uh, and incubate them and turn them into transactions. So you really need to look at the entire process. And, um, you know, I can talk a little bit more about what we do uh, in, in terms of league incubation, uh, but that's also a very important part of it. Um, I think that agents, uh, in a lot of cases, will buy leads from unbranded websites. And, you know, it's important, you know, rules and regulation wise, that if you're, you know, creating a website for yourself and it's unbranded, it can't send leads just to you. So it has to be uh, something that is sending it to a multitude of, of agents. But I think that that's a good way to get started. Uh, you know, the, the process of uh, uh, trying to incubate leads uh, is first by starting to get that tap flowing uh, and then learn how to do that and to really capitalize on it. So what are good sources for that tap then? Let's, let's start like, trying to get the flow of leads first in our discussion. Then we can talk a little bit. We'll, we'll delve into incubation because that's very important, obviously, converting the leads. Um, but yeah. like if, if you're struggling, if you're just starting out too, like you, maybe you don't know where to get these leads. Or I guess you can you can buy them, like you said, from unbranded websites or services that provide just like lead purchasing in bulk. Is that like the best way to go? Is there better ways to do it? Should you try and maybe develop leads organically somehow? Aaron, why don't we do want to give, give that one to you there? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've done it many different ways. So I, we'll talk about uh, purchasing leads. And, and there's, listen, there's a lot of different uh, opinions on purchasing leads. And I don't think purchasing leads is a bad idea. Like Paul has said, the, I mean, the key is converting them, I think is what he, he's probably going to get to there. But um, uh, yeah, if you purchase the leads, you, listen, you have to be, uh, responding to those leads within the first five minutes. And again, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but um, there are different, okay, we'll go to purchasing um, different uh, companies that uh, that offer them. 
there's different systems out there that uh, can offer 10 qualified leads per month for $300 a month, for example. Um, you know, do you want qualified leads or would you rather spend, I, I know somebody who spent $3,000 a month and guaranteed, uh, what was it, about 200 leads per month, but they're not qualified. So, you know, it, it depends on what you want to spend and if it would be qualified and there's lots of companies out there that offer them, just Google, there's tons of them. Um, but it's all, yeah, it's all in how much time you want to spend with them and about conversions. Uh, in terms of your own website, which you could do, start doing um, from an organic standpoint is, I mean, listings are gold. Um, and the reason why we get um, leads from our Century 21 uh, site is Century 21 is such a big, powerful domain. And our site is... All our sites are connected to that. So anytime we have listings on our sites, which we can use through the IDX system, as Paul mentioned, um, people are searching those listings. And if they just happen to land on your site, uh, you're going to get a lead from that. So right, well, um, let's let's talk about, like, go back to the online office bit too, because I'm not sure if a lot of agents are aware, but um, the way that online office works for lead tracking is, is if mm -hmm. you're the initial property that gets landed on, or if you're sending people to like the listing search through your individual web page on online office online office kind of tags that user as being attached to you as your lead so any time they try and contact an agent or a book or showing or whatever any of the contact forms it will go directly to whomever sent it in um i'm ass i'm assuming i don't i don't know but like is this a, a strategy that both you implemented both your offices trying to get agents to try and like pipe people into their agent branded web pages too to make sure that they have those leads tagged is that something that either of you guys do paul maybe sure and and i i'll talk on that for a second so i i think that you 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 need to look at the lead generation process uh tied in completely with your website so agents uh just look at lead generation but it is a complete process so number one you have to have other than listing data, you have to have quality information on your website. You have to develop a strategy that you don't just have people searching online and finding your website, but it needs to be on all of your marketing material. You need to be, you know, sending emails to people and, and, and suggesting to them to pop onto your website, provide them information with links to your website. So there's all kinds of things that we can be doing as agents uh, to generate traffic on our website. And even when you look at old school real estate, uh, one of our top agents uh, is, is very involved in the Unionville community. And uh, she will do a, um, a Santa Claus parade uh, event in, in December. And, and following that event, you can see a spike in her website traffic where you know she may be averaging uh, 400 a day and it goes to 4,000 a day for a few days following an event like that. So it really needs to be looked at as a complete package. It's not just spend money to generate leads, but it is spend time and effort to have a complete website presence. And part of that presence is ultimately to generate your leads. Yeah, and ironically, we actually talked about this. Uh, I can't think I remember it was last episode or a couple episodes ago, um, in which we did a big segment on agent websites and kind of like having that full package, a full marketing package like, to go along with your website to generate traffic and get that kind of exposure as well. We've talked about a lot about 
trying to get these leads. I, it's it's inevitable. I've, I've been putting off talking about the incubation side of things, but you know what? Let's just talk about it now because it is so important about this. So if you've got leads coming in, even if you've got one lead coming, what's the best way to handle it? Aaron mentioned responding to it within the first five minutes is important. I've always heard that too. The faster you can respond to an incoming lead, the, the higher the percentage chance of conversion is. Is this, is it simple as that? Just respond to leads as fast as possible or is there more, is there more to it than that? So Aaron, why don't we start with you since you talked about the five minute kind of rule, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've obviously experienced it, but also seen all the uh, the articles and the people that have done some studies, and they say, yeah, if it's if, if you respond to the lead within the first five minutes, 87% more likely that the the lead will um, be engaged and uh, you'll be able to convert it, and it goes down to 25% or even less uh, within the first 10 minutes, and then it goes off to right to like 2% chance if you, you know, five hours later sort of thing. So um, if they're not engaged at the time looking for houses, you don't talk to them during that time, uh, chances are they won't want to talk to you later. They'll just see it as a, you know, maybe as a, a solicitation more than anything else. Um, so yeah, I mean, contacting them within the, the first five minutes and then of course trying to get engaged to, uh, um, to get a, uh, uh, an appointment, you know, and there's different, uh, obviously techniques to do that and different scripts that people use. And, uh, and there's a bit of an art form and you have to have that type of personality. And I just find that people that convert the best leads aren't necessarily the best, you know, say the friendliest agents or anything. It's just the, you know, it's all the old sort of car salesperson, you know, uh, type personality that I find really works real well on the phone because they're, they're quick and they're quick witted and they know what to say next. And they've got their scripts and dialogues and all the rest of it nailed down. And you'd be surprised how quickly some of these agents that are really experienced with it can uh, can turn somebody over into a good lead. How about you, Paul? Do you have any tricks or tips for agents trying to convert on those leads when they come in? Yeah, so I I, I guess I'll, I'll talk about it more from the standpoint of a process as opposed to tips and tricks. Sure. So um, at, at Leading Edge, what we do is, is in order for our agents to qualify for leads that we generate as a company, we actually put them through 18 weeks of a training program which teaches them how to uh, basically qualify those leads and turn them into an appointment, as Aaron said, um, and, and also then how to present to them when they actually get in front of them. And we actually do not hand out leads to any agents that haven't gone through that process. And then on top of that, when they've gone through that 18-week program, then they come in and sit with me and I videotape their buyer presentation. And if they don't pass the test, they don't qualify for leads. And I, I bring this point up because, you know, a lot of times people will spend money generating leads before they have any clue on how to manage or incubate those leads. I had one agent spend $800 a month on driving people to her website and her website was the worst website you ever would see. And she averaged, uh, I know it's not possible to average less than one page uh, per viewer, but somehow she had 0.8 <laughs> pages per viewer. I don't know if they, they just almost got there, but didn't get there. So, so the idea is that you, you need to have quality through the whole process. And, you know, what, what we teach, uh, and, and we use a trainer, Kathleen Black, uh, to teach that program. Um, I think we've had 
you know, I guess 75 of our agents go through that buyer training and lead incubation program. And we've only had 30, 38 of them that have actually passed and now qualify for leads. But it's so important because there's many agents that are generating their own leads, but they don't have a system. They don't have a set way to go about it. And when you look at, um, you know, spending uh, $10,000, let's say, to get 10 appointments, so $1,000 an appointment, and you spend all that money and you have a batting average of two out of 10. So now you spent $10,000 to do two pieces of business and you make $16,000. So that whole equation changes if you become a professional and can close at an eight out of 10 ratio. Now you spend $10,000 to get 10 appointments. You close on eight of them, you make $64,000. So $64,000 for 10 is a doable business, still not the best ratio, but doable and certainly much better than 10 for 16. So I think that it is that entire process that they have to be taught from the brokerage level, but also from their own standpoint, they have to delve into a system, they have to make it their own, and they have to take it to mastery. And too many agents are always looking for the next best thing or the quickest way to do things instead of taking something and owning it. So when we look at the best way to do it, uh, you really just need to look at a way and then master that way. And then you're going to have a lot better results than if you keep flip-flopping around doing all kinds of different things. So one of the great things about working at a brokerage that's a large brokerage that has these these uh, these training programs and such in place is that you have access to it. A lot of agents wouldn't, especially if they're working at a smaller brokerage. Is, is there any sort of resources they can go to other than maybe uh, other agents or the broker that they have uh, or managers they have in their offices to improve their um, conversion rates? Uh, you mentioned a trainer. Are there any tr good trainers you have to, that you can suggest or any programs out there that are pu more publicly available, I guess, that they could use? Sure, I'll just follow up on that one quick. So yeah, Kathleen Black is uh, why we selected her. And, and at Leading Edge, we're always trying to look at the best trainers. She doesn't just work for us. Uh, she runs, uh, uh, I guess, Ka Kathleen Speaks training program. She's got a summit in November down in Niagara on the lake uh, where she's teaching all of these techniques. And, and it's really open to, to any agent. Uh, we, we have, an, of course, uh, invited uh, agents from other Century 21 offices are more than welcome to attend these programs at our office. A lot of brokerages aren't comfortable with that, and that's fine. Uh, but, you know, they are available outside of our office as well. And anybody that's interested, we certainly will send them out her contact information. Um, so, so, yeah, I think it's available uh, out there for everybody. Um, I just went to a Craig Proctor seminar uh, a couple of weeks ago because we're always looking at ways and they certainly have a lot of different ways to, um, you know, to incubate and deal with leads. I think that uh, they do for my liking a little bit too much false and misleading type of advertising. So I don't actually recommend them, right. but they're, they're an organization that are, that are doing all kinds of things to teach you how to generate leads and also how to incubate them. So all these programs are, are good to use. What do you think, Aaron? How about uh, your opinions on getting better at incubating leads? I think it's, it's number one, like Paul's hit the nail on the head. Number one 
it is the number one thing you have to do uh, and you have to be prepared for. Um, there's no sense in going out and spending the money if you're not prepared to uh, know how to handle the lead then that comes in. It's just a, it's throwing your money out the window. Might as well just tear that $100 bill up and throw it away because that's what is will end up happening. And it's it's true. It's 100% true. I think it's very important to get that training. Yeah. So let's, it's obviously very good advice then. So it's like, I like how Paul uh, used the analogy of a batting average too. Like you get up to the plate as many times as you want, but if you're not going to hit the ball, you're never going to get home, I guess. So, uh, that, so number of leads is important, but so is being able to make make sure you can convert them because leads, as you guys both have mentioned, can be very expensive to, to purchase or generate in the first place. Um, so let's uh, maybe move along here to the next topic. But you guys briefly mentioned uh, different kind of ways of generating leads. A couple of them were, I think one of you mentioned Google ads at one point. I know we've talked about in the past Facebook advertising as well. Um, do, do either of you in your, um, in your experience find that either of these techniques work? Um, maybe we'll start with Aaron this time. Aaron, do you have any suggestions on Google yeah. or Facebook ads? Are those are good ways to generate leads traditional? I prefer them, to be honest with you. I know it's easier sometimes to purchase the advertisement because uh, there's a little less work involved. But if you can take the uh, time, they have a bit of the know-how to know how to, uh, um, it can be less expensive. So you can pay half as much for twice as much uh, um, in terms of leads. Um, so Facebook's a really, I'm, I'm a big fan of Facebook because it's uh, you can target market the audience um, a lot better. Um, in terms of geographic locations by language. You could do that on Google too, but um, maybe not quite as direct as uh, Facebook. You can write on to just people that are interested in um, bunny rabbits. I mean, that's it's, it's, it's as target marketed as you, can, as you can make it. And as well, it's very visual, so you can uh, have a lot of nice, you know, big picture of a house and, you know, bungalows, list of bungalows for sale under 400,000 or something like that. So. I find Facebook's good. It's got a great analytics program, so you can find out who's engaging, whether it's uh, the female, male, what age, demographics, what religions, you know, all the rest, so you can start to target on those. So I found Facebook very, very good, um, and uh, and I've used it in the past. I think, uh, you know, give you some... I, I've had many people come to me and say, listen, I want to generate leads, I want to generate leads, and I said, listen, I can get you 100 leads next week. That's not the issue, you know. We'll go back to the whole conversion thing, but uh, generating leads. And if I was going to go to a first, my first source in terms of generating like 20 good leads next week, it would be Facebook. That's just my opinion, though. How about you, Paul? I know you've dabbled in both of these as well. So what is your experience? Yeah, no, like? absolutely. And, and and I agree. I agree with Aaron as well that that Facebook is is probably a little bit more of a of a targeted lead, and you've got lots of flexibility in terms of how you deal with that. Uh, Google ad advertising also works. You know, it, it's interesting because you can you can really direct, you know, both of those types of advertising to the actual type of client that you want or the type of area that you want. So there's a lot of flexibility there. And, you know, it's interesting that uh, we, we try to lead by example. So the other thing that we do at Leading Edge is, is we actually uh, take the leads that we generate and, and we have a couple of full-time client care managers that then incubate those leads and we give leads to our agent 
and it's an actual appointment. It's a buyer appointment with that client. And, you know, it's interesting because a couple of my top agents say, oh, you know, Paul, you're competing with me, right? And I said, well, first of all, you're not doing any online advertising, so I don't think that's competing with you. But the other thing is, is that what we're really trying to do is lead by example. So last year, we as a company spent $75,000 on online lead generation. And we, we did 130 transactions with that online lead department using two full-time people to incubate the leads and develop that business. And really what we're trying to do is we're trying to get our agents to look at how it is that we do this, to sit in with the lead incubation team, the client care managers, and if we can get a hundred of our agents to each spend $10,000, well then that that's a million dollars in advertising. So that's ultimately what we wanna do, but I think that it's important for a brokerage to lead by example and show the way. Because a lot of times people will spend a few hundred dollars, but that's not enough to quantify things and, and figure out you know, what it is that you need to do. And you need to constantly tweak this stuff. Yeah, and I, I know you both know this very well, but it's always hard to get agents to spend money, especially when you can't see the the money coming back right away too. So this is obviously something you want, to, it's investing in your business. And I, I think a lot of agents kind of miss that um, perspective on things. And if, if it is something that, I guess you, you wanna make sure you get your conversion rate up first to make sure that formula that we talked about before works. Um, but then once you do have a good batting average, I guess spending more money to generate those leads effectively, can definitely be a good way to reap the rewards in the long run. Um, so some of the big takeaways from today's show, I'm just going to start wrapping it up a little bit here. Um, and I've learned a lot about you know lead strategy as well, but it sounds like before you even start spending a lot of money getting these leads, the first big thing to do is make sure you're good at converting them. Because if you can't convert them, you're just throwing your money away. So make sure you get some good training, talk to your broker, talk to your manager, maybe find some external trainers outside of, of the brokerage system. Uh, get your conversion rate up, and then that's the time to start spending money on leads. Am I right, guys? Is that the way to go about it then? Absolutely. I'm seeing nodding yep. heads. That's a good thing. So yep. I didn't miss the point. Hopefully everyone else watching isn't missing the point as well. Okay, so we'll just wrap up the show here then. So if you like the show, subscribe to our show on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts online. And please don't forget to leave us a five-star review on those sites. You can watch us this and past shows at spotlight.center21.ca slash podcast. If you need to reach us, you can email us anytime at podcast at homania.com. That's podcast at H-O-M as in Mary, E-A-N as in Nancy, I-A.com. So this podcast was brought to you by the Spotlight Marketing Program, an exclusive marketing package available only to Center 21 agents in Canada. Spotlight provides agents with a comprehensive internet marketing strategy for their listings. We provide high-quality HDR photography, stunning HD video tours, a cutting-edge responsive website, and an external advertising, sorry, an extensive advertising system that'll help sell your listings faster, sell them for more money, impress your clients, and generate leads. Find out why so many top agents are using Spotlight by visiting spotlight.center21.ca today. And if I'm not mistaken, Paul actually ordered one for this Friday, so we're going to be doing a shoot for one of his, uh, his homes coming up here this Friday. So everybody, thanks for coming out. Thanks for watching the show. Paul, thanks for guesting on our show. Everybody, My pleasure. Have a great week.